Hey, listeners of Deadly Accurate, especially you guys here on Podbean, I have a new podcast, and it's called I Can Complain, and it's right here on Podbean. It's also on Apple or wherever you might consume podcasts if it's not on this app. So I'm going to play you guys the first episode. The first two episodes are out, and the link to this show is going to be in the description. So if you like what you hear... um, Give the new show, um, I Can Complain, a follow. And I appreciate you guys listening. Um, Deadly Accurate was, um, uh, I didn't really uh, promote it or anything. So if you guys somehow found it and enjoyed it, I think you'll probably enjoy this new show. It's nothing like Deadly Accurate. There aren't voices and stuff, but it's just me. It's just me talking. It's a type of podcast that I enjoy. So uh, check it out. And uh, like I said, link to the new show is in the description. I appreciate you guys. The real OGs. That's what you guys are. Now uh, I'm going to play you the first episode. Have a good day. I swear to Christ, if they start trying to mow that grass again outside, I'll fucking lose it. Welcome to the show, episode one, I Can Complain, that's the name of it. My name is John Vollett, I am your host. Don't ever join a homeowners association. Don't do it, no matter no matter what you do in your life, as long as you don't join a homeowners association, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. I'm not even a homeowner, I just rent this place, but it's part of a homeowners association, and they're fucking cutting the grass outside all day today. They cut the same patch of grass eight fucking times because our homeowners association is out of touch with with the reality of prices they just agree to pay hundreds of dollars to have someone fucking mow the same grass over and over again and come fall when they're blowing leaves you'll turn on the podcast and all you'll hear is the sound of a leaf blower going outside me in the background trying to scream scream what i have to say over the noise doesn't that sound like fun isn't there something you want to stick around for the sound of leaf blowers and my mental breakdown coming this fall. <laughs> the I Can't Complain podcast, the only podcast where you get to hear a mental breakdown each and every week. And maybe a su- maybe you'll get a suicide at the end of this, guys. Maybe you'll be so lucky as to get an attempted or successful suicide. Don't you want to stick around for that? Isn't that something that you really need in your life is just a guy bitching on a podcast? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know why you need this podcast? You need this podcast because it's the it's one of the few. You finally stumbled upon a podcast where you don't have to hear um, a comedian being interviewed by another comedian about how their set went last night at the comedy store or at Gotham Comedy Club or wherever the fuck they were. Don't get me wrong. I love some podcasts made by comedians, but is there anything worse about hearing inside the industry of stand-up comedy? Like, oh yeah, I went out and I really bombed last night at the comedy. I don't give a fuck if you bombed at the comedy store. I really don't. Or like, that joke didn't work as well as I thought it would. Nobody cares. Like, really, nobody out here cares. If you're funny, be funny on a podcast or get the fuck off of a podcast. Don't just interview other comedians for 45 minutes. And then at the end of the podcast, I'm always like, oh, that was cool. But I learned absolutely nothing today. Not only did I learn nothing, I didn't laugh. Because they didn't try and make me laugh. They're saving all their good material for when they're on stage. 
So you're not going to get that here. What you are going to get here is just a man rambling behind a microphone. And then, like I said, if you're lucky, when this culminates, you're going to just load an episode and it, you'll hear a car backing into a garage very slowly. You'll say to yourself, well, this isn't normally how the episodes start. I wonder what this is. And then you'll realize the car's backed into the garage. You hear the you hear the door close into the garage. And then you just hear the engine running. You hear the engine running for 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And suddenly you realize, suddenly you realize I'm delivering on my promise to just end it with a bang. And then just you just hear silence after that. And then you hear the sound of leaf blowers. <laughs> That's all. That's all you. You're like, well, he's dead, so he's not, those leaf blowers aren't going to bother him now. But that really sucks. What a shitty way to go out. Speaking of going out, we all go out to lunch. Most of us have the respect to go out to lunch at a reasonable hour. I saw two men recently that went out to lunch at two thirty in the afternoon. Two thirty in the afternoon. It disgusted me. It turned me off in ways that I didn't know I could be turned off. Because these are two men who have parlayed their white privilege and their sound financial investments into enjoying a late lunch at 2.30 in the afternoon on a Tuesday. What is that? I mean, honestly, you see two white men. That's just what I said. I said, you see two white men inside a Thai restaurant having a late lunch, sitting right by the window, flaunting it, not even having the common decency to sit in the back because they realize there's a problem here. I said, yeah, there's a problem here. We got two men sitting, and really two two, two women, two men, two... Do you see two people sitting together at 2.30 p.m. in a restaurant on a Tuesday, casually eating? you should probably just assume those men are pedophiles. And the it's not a leap to say that either because I'm pretty sure there's been, there's been studies published that show that, that middle-aged men who are pedophiles enjoy getting together with other pedophiles to have a late lunch on a semi-regular bed. No, there's no evidence. But you know what? I, I think you can make that conclusion. You can say, oh, these are some bad men. These are some truly awful pieces of shit sitting at this table having this late lunch, flaunting it, sitting by the window as people are cleaning the streets outside. We got UPS guys running around, mailmen. Everybody's walking right by and seeing these two guys having a late lunch. And you can say, these guys are pieces of shit. They didn't even sit in the back. They don't even have any shame. They're, they're just flaunting their sound financial investments in my face. And the first thing you want to do is say, two guys like this are capable of anything. And then you think, well, are they capable of murder? They don't look smart enough to get away with murder. But maybe... Maybe these men could be pedophiles. And then you don't want to think about it much more than that. So you just... You start to think about something else once you reach that point. Because you don't really... What are you going to go in there? Cause a scene in the restaurant? There's nothing to be done. So you just... You just walk by in disgust. Or me, I was just sitting in my car about to get out of my car. I was looking at him. 
I said, these guys are disgusting. These guys are everything we're rolling with America. You eat lunch by 2 p.m., finished, out the door, or you don't eat for three hours. Anyone eating between the hours of 2 and 5 is a savage. An absolute savage. Part of me respects it, to be honest with you. There's a local restaurant here, and they always have signs that helps wanted from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. every day. I just thought of that. 2 p.m. to 5. What a work shift. What a nice little work shift that is. You go, you going in today? Yeah, my usual three hours. Oh, how many hours? How many times a week are they working you? Four? Oh, you get 12 hours a week? Yeah, what's your base pay? Uh, $9. Oh, so your check's about, what, $80 a week? Yeah, that's what it is, but they feed me a free lunch, and that's, they're probably school. I don't know who you could get to work from two to five daily. I'm talking about a shitty work shift. That's a really shitty work shift. You get in trouble going out during the day. I was a night person for years. But you get in big trouble going out during the day because you see regular... I liked working nights because you didn't see regular people. You saw people that had rejected society and decided to become a vampire wandering around at 3 a.m. You go out during the day here, though, and I've seen some things recently... I saw a woman recently outside of a hospital that said that there was a shirt on this woman, the T-shirt, and it said, Property of Jesus. Property of Jesus. I turn my back and displayed proudly in the back window of a truck is an American Eagle bag. I was in a small town making a delivery for work. And I said, this is the type of place that I am right now. One woman, property of Jesus shirt, another man. And I want you to think about this for a second. Why is this a problem? We have an American Eagle bag propped up behind the seat of his truck and facing backwards. Everybody can see it. And you can tell it's been there for years. It's a problem because this man's proud that he went to an American Eagle when he visited the big city six years ago. It's an odd flex. It's it. I will give you that. It's an extremely odd flex. But as I saw this man drive away, I could tell that that bag had been strategically positioned there, almost like a, almost a, cry, almost a cry for help, saying this that American Eagle shirt that I bought. It's the only thing I didn't order. Order from Walmart.com that year, and I was very proud of that shirt. It's an unusual flex, but I'm pretty sure that's what he was doing. I don't see any other purpose for it. And the woman in the property of Jesus shirt, I don't know what to say about that. That that's that's a shirt that it just says I, I I'm no longer responsible for my actions. That's what that shirt tells me, that I am no longer responsible for anything I do because I'm the property of Jesus. I mean, like, Jesus owns my ass. So I'm I'm clean, and now I can just do whatever I want. That's the type of of shirt you see somebody wearing in a mugshot if you just zoomed out that mugshot a little bit after they just went on a, I'm talking about like a, a killing spree with like a katana sword. 
in a downtown environment that is densely populated. That's the type of shirt they're wearing when you pull back on that mugshot. It says, Property of Jesus. You know, everybody's got to live somewhere. I am in North Carolina, and uh, it's so hot here. It's so hot here. I know it's hot in a lot of places, but it's so hot here. That same hospital, that same day after I saw those two freaks, I saw, I went in, and when I was coming out, I saw, I've seen those two people when I'm going in. Now I'm coming out of the hospital, and I saw, it was so hot when I stepped out of the hospital back into the heat that I, I saw a man on a stretcher being wheeled into that hospital. And I thought to myself, what a lucky guy. Honestly, what a lucky guy. That guy's having the pleasure right now of laying down on a stretcher. Being wheeled into an air-conditioned building. And guess what he's going to do when he gets inside the building? He's going to have lunch. This guy is going to have lunch. He's going to sit down. Well, he's not going to sit down. (laughs) I don't want to. He's going to lay down in his hospital bed, possibly in pain, but in 70-degree temperatures. And the first thing they're going to do, they're going to bring him a spread. I've never actually been in the hospital, but I imagine the spread would include the finest of tuna salads and fruits. Maybe a fruit a fruit cup. A fruit cup where the fruits have been hand-selected and placed in the cup. This is what he gets. And meanwhile, I'm outside, and I think I had half a bag of sunflower seeds and a room-temperature water, and the room-temperature outside was 95 and humid. Yeah. So I just look at a guy like that, and I'm like, he thinks he's having a bad day, but in reality, he's going to get to relax. And meanwhile, i got to go back to work. Tell you somebody who's out, out of prison and will be going back to work very soon. It's Bill Cosby. Cosby's out, guys. Cosby is out, innocent, finally released, likely to sue, probably. Bill Cosby, how did we, how were we as a society, and we're going to look back on this in many years, because how did a society, a 2020 society, choose to put a black, rich celebrity in prison. On what was basically hearsay. What were there, 50 witnesses? 50 witnesses. And we bought that. We believed that. As a society, we said, oh, there's 50 women, better believe them, over one good celebrity. That's not the ratio I'm looking for anymore. I think the ratio moving forward is probably going to be... Give me 150 accusers. Give me 150 accusers, and then maybe we can have a discussion. If they would have brought me... Looking back on it, they should have brought us three or 400 accusers. That should have been the minimum. Like Everybody's like, lewds. He gave me lewds, and he raped me, and then... They're like, oh, wow. I can't believe you said that. We've only heard that from 200 other women. That should have been the response. Oh, really? We, we have only heard this. We've only heard this, you know, 
74 times before. This is unusual. This is this is not what we expected. It would take them to like eventually like up up I'm talking high numbers. The expectation that we should have of our of our law enforcement and you know prosecutors moving forward is give me 600 accusations. And then give me 600 and then we can have a reasonable discussion. Because what are you bringing me now? You're bringing me 75 women. What is that about? Cosby's out. Cosby's free. I guess he'll sue. I guess he'll probably win, to be honest with you. Cosby's out. That should be the name of this episode. Cosby's well, well, <laughs> What's the very first episode you made? Oh, that was Cosby's out. Oh, yeah, did you talk about how it might be a con- considered a failure of the justice system, the fact that Cosby, you know, the charges didn't stick, um, ultimately. Did, did, is that what you talked about? No, 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 that's not what I talked about. I talked about how we need to actually have more proof next time that 75 uh, women can easily all get together and lie perfectly under oath, with, all with their own unique stories. That's what I talked about. I said, we need more uh, proof next time. We need more than 75 women. Like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's why your podcast never took out. Oh, yeah. That's why my podcast never took off. But really, I'm just sharing that as the lead-in to what is the main event. What is this the central topic of this first podcast, which is... I have multiple old men in my life right now. That are causing me problems. I have an elderly-ish gentleman. An older man. I have an older man giving me snacks every day. Basically trying to use those snacks. uh, And uh, prepare me for um, anal sex, likely. That's that's the only thing that can come out of that is, uh, is anal. That you don't give a guy snacks day after day and then eventually not call him on for something like here's I've given you those um, bags of chips every single day and now it's time to it's time to give me what I want it's time to repay me for the favors um, so that's frightening and that's just that that's just that that guy on the surface I don't really want to get into that too much more because that one scares me. I have a, um, I got a homosexual priest that won't quit talking to me. Neighbor. Homosexual priest. Ex-priest. Ex-homosexual. I don't know. I don't really care, to be honest with you. It's just kind of weird. Because I think he might be a serial killer. I think my neighbor's a <laughs> That's the title of the first episode. I think my neighbor's a serial killer. It's not even, it's just a cry for help. That's, that's, <laughs> he had to do the, he had to do the first 20 minutes. I got to calm down here. He had to do the first 20 minutes just to, 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 so someone couldn't decode the message any easier. And the message is, it's a cry for help. His neighbor is a serial killer. But he, seriously, I've, I've seen him fly men in from, Across the country or other countries, perhaps. I'm not sure. 
And I've seen those men enter the property and never leave. Yeah. If that's not a serial killer, a man who takes men in and then you never see them again, I don't know what is. But that guy also, I don't want to talk about him too much. I don't want to talk about him too much because the next character, my ex, my old neighbor, who, let's just set this up right now. My old neighbor, 90, early 90s. One day I'm getting out. It's like a condo here. One day I'm getting out of my car. And he's, he's always been a nice guy to me, honestly. Nice guy. Um, I just see him recently put in a wheelchair. He was recently put in a wheelchair, and I see him like leaning out of his door. And he's waving at me, trying to get my attention. So I go over there. I say, you know, how you doing? I don't want to mention his name. I don't want to mention any of these individuals' names because they, they all frighten me now. But he says, I made up these flyers. I'm trying to sell some of my stuff. The guy's obviously not in a position to move anything by himself. I said, yeah, I'll pass these flyers around. So I'm helping him. I'm passing the flyers around. Trying to trying to help this guy get rid of his furniture. Nothing's moving. I don't know. I don't. People don't want used furniture for the most part. And they definitely don't want to move it themselves. So nothing's moving. So after a few days, I say, you know, I can I can throw you a few bucks. I can take some of this stuff off your hands. My friend said, yeah, I'll do the same. I'll do the same. So at some point, my friend gets his phone number. Right. So now my friend has the old man's phone number. Maybe for, you know, so they can arrange a pickup of these items or whatever. Long story short, or long story shorter, I arranged to buy this elderly gentleman's bed frame. He wanted $10 for it. He wanted $10 for the frame. And I said, no, I think it's worth more than that. I'll throw you a 20. I threw him a 20. I threw him a 20. My friend got something from him too. So I got his bed frame. Threw in some other, he didn't, threw in some other bed related items like the box spring. And I was helping, I was happy to help him get rid of these items. I'm, I'm just helping him out. The bed frame. It's, it's a nice bed. It's okay. It's fine. I didn't need it, but I'll take it. I'll throw you 20 for it. I'll help you move it. Nice guy to me. I'll help you out. So he sells the items to us. And not long after that, he moves out. He goes to an assisted living facility. Now he's at that assisted living facility. Now I have his bed frame, and now my friend has, he got a um, bookshelf from him. Old man calls t- calls my friend and leaves a voicemail. And the voicemail says, have John, have me, call me. We need to talk about the, we need to talk about the pricing for the bed frame. I was like, this old man's losing his mind. We need to, we need to talk about the pricing for the bed frame. It's been a few weeks, and I have the bed frame, and I paid you $20. I didn't know what it was at this point, though. I honestly didn't know. I said he's confused. He's in an assisted living facility, and he's confused. He's got Alzheimer's, dementia, something, something like that. Honestly, 
He seemed pretty lucid as of as of recently. He seemed pretty lucid, and that's gonna that's gonna play a key a key role in this story because the guy seems pretty. He seems like he's got his wits about him. So I don't think he's totally losing his mind, but he's close. It turns out. A couple weeks go by. A couple weeks go by, and this old man calls my friend again. Leaves another voicemail. My friend's not answering the calls. The guy's border, borderline batshit crazy at this point, he thinks. He says something to the effect of, yeah, I just thought about that that bed that I gave John. I just thought about this bed and uh, have him call me because I've been thinking about a few things. That's the voicemail. That's voicemail number two. And at this point, I'm like, this man is probably not all the way. His mental clarity is not as strong as it used to be. He's in his 90s. This 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 is something he's just going to forget about. He's not going to call again. He's not going to have a he's not going to call a third time. A few days ago, he called a third time. He called a third time and he left a voicemail and I wish I had the voicemail to play. I'm going to I'm going to try when when he calls again, I'm going to try and get that voicemail. Try and put it on here. That would be funny. This voicemail cuz he talks like he well, he voice his voice is very much like it's very high. It used to be a low voice, but now it's very much like this. But not as, not, but older, not as country sound. Hey, my bed. That's what it is. It's this one right here. Hey, call me about my bed. Hey, on the third voicemail, he says, "Call me, call have have John call me about that bed. He, I, I put. I know he paid me the down payment." But I was looking online and I think it's worth like seventy-five to a hundred dollars. But he already paid me the ten dollars, so I'm thinking he can give me sixty-five more. Have him give me a call. Okay, bye. That's what he sounds like. I didn't know if I could hit that octave or not. So he, <laughs> it's very much that is very much what he sounds like on the voicemail. He's very high voice. His voice is very high now. I don't know why it's that high, but um. They put they put the guy in the wheelchair and his voice went up a lot of octaves. So now he's under the impression that I first of all, my friend gave him ten bucks for the bookshelf. So he's mixed up the dollar amounts. He's mixed up the dollar amounts. He thinks I only paid him ten. Fine. I only paid him ten. He's under the impression that that's a down payment, not a paid in full. Which, one, makes me look like a little bitch. Like, I don't have, you know, $75 to give a man for a bed. If you would have said $75, I'd have been like, oh, I'll help an old man out. I'll give him $75. But at this point, so yeah, he's making me look cheap. Like, I like I don't walk around with cash. I gave you 20 because I don't, didn't think you cared. I was helping you move it out and you wanted 10 Now you Now you want 20 I thought you wanted 20 Now you want 75 You want 65 more. Point is this man, I'm being this is the real title of the first episode. I know I've said that three times. I'm being extorted by an old man. That's what's going on here. Bottom line is this guy knew knows the deal. He's not he's not fooling me with his like uh I don't know, dementia or whatever he's got. He's not fooling me with that shit. This is straight up extortion. That was not a down payment. That was a paid in full. He's flipped it, turned it into a down payment. Claimed short. Claimed I didn't even give him the 20. So he's doing that too. 
And now he's extorting me for more. And I could go down there. I know where he is. I could go down there. And I could give him that 65. I could be the big man here. I could be I could be the big man. I say like he was in a he's a he was in the war. He was a veteran. I'd be like, be like, I thought you thought you were the big man. You thought you were the big man here, but I'm the big man. And then I throw him the money and walk out. It wouldn't be that I wouldn't actually say that and it wouldn't go like that, but he thinks he's the big man. He thinks he's still running shit. From behind the walls and, and that com- that compound, that assisted living facility, or whatever the hell it is. <sighs> claiming short, claiming extortion. I'm claiming extortion. Because that's what he's doing to me. I'm not going to let him win. I'm not going to let him get what's mine at this point. At this point, it's personal. It it, And the sad thing is, I was telling this to my friend. The sad thing is we were some of the, you live your entire life and you know, you like to go out on a high note. You like to have your reputation intact. My friend and I were some of the last people to meet him and, and become kind of like acquaintances or friends with him. And we were cool. I was cool up until that third call. Now that he's extorted me. He's burned the final bridges he had to cross in his life. He's burned them. He's burned this bridge with me to the ground. He just burns these bridges. And just moves into the assisted living facility. Probably sitting in there like a king. Probably brought him out of the throne or some shit. He's just sitting there making moves from behind the walls. I like how I'm treating this like he's in jail or or something. (laughs) Like he's a mob boss that went to jail. That's what it feels like, though. That's what it feels like. I was going to say something else. I was going to say something along the lines of uh, it'd be easier to have him off if he was in jail than this assisted living facility. He can't even be touched. He's somewhere he knows. That's Obviously, I'm not going to ever harm this man. I'm not actually sure that I know which assisted living facility he's at, but I'm... I'm pretty sure he like, gave us the address sometime. Point is, I'm not going down there. That's not what I'm saying. These are, these are, these are not threats I'm communicating over a broadcast area. That's not what this is. But what I'm trying to get across is this man feels like he's untouchable. And that's what it is at this point. This is a man who's who's gained a little bit of power behind those the walls of the compound, the walls of the assisted living facility. And at this point, He's calling the shots. He knows he's calling the shots. He can extort me all day long. He can make these calls all day long. He he doesn't have... He can make these calls all day long. He doesn't have any responsibilities other than just sitting there and collecting from... I don't know. How many people do you think he's doing this to? Hundreds? Thousands? He's just making these calls all day, extorting money. Still trying to be the big man, trying to be in charge. I'm not... Ups- I'm complaining about it, but I'm not... Am I upset? No, I'm not really upset. It's kind of funny. It's a little sad and a little funny all at once. And 100% wrong. And 100% wrong, and he's not getting this money. And and that's that. It's the last thing I want to do today before we get out of here. 
probably should have considered talking about the when I lived with a dozen lesbians. I can't give can't give up all the good shit in episode one. It doesn't work like that. Facebook groups? Are you a part of any Facebook groups? I am. I'm a part of one. And it's a uh, recipe group for old people. And the title is something like Old Fashioned Recipe Group for Old People. Something like, (laughs) I don't exactly know what the title is. But it's not important. Because I'm going to give you all the necessary information you need to know about this group. Because these people are out of control. There's one guy who posts good-looking shit, honestly, and shares quite often, and his recipes look good and his food looks good. I don't know why he's in this group, because everybody else in this group um, is just, they have no taste buds remaining. Their ideal meal at this point is a middle school cafeteria. That's like what they're... And there are posts asking for, does anybody still have those tasty recipes back from when we were in school? No. Nobody has those recipes anymore. Nobody nobody else wants that. One of my favorites, though, was recently posted on this group. Well, before we do the favorites, let me give you a few... Let me just read a few of these so you have an idea of the type of material that's posted in this group. Um... Somebody wants a wilted lettuce recipe. Um, oh yeah, this is. I'm sure this has been posted before, but I missed it. Looking for old lunchroom recipes? Question mark. Yum. I like how I'm sure this has been posted before. This is. This is somebody joins this group and they have full. They know they're in the right place immediately, even if they don't know how to get the information. The other hilarious thing is recipes in this group that people ask for, like that wilted lettuce recipe or. Um, someone have a simple old fashioned meatloaf recipe. Thanks. That's what to, what to do with pork belly. That's another post. How do you make green tomatoes relish? It's a lot of country cooking, a lot of old school recipes. Um, anyone have a recipe for canned pork? A lot of canned food discussion. Anyone have a good cucumber salad? (laughs) They're obsessed with cucumber salads on this group. They really are. They're obsessed with cucumber salads, store-bought canned roast beef. They want a recipe for that. There's some absolute gems in this group, though. Uh, creamy cucumber salad recipe, please. They they don't just want cucumber salad recipes. They want variations of different cucumber salad recipes. One of my favorites, though, was posted recently. Uh, there's a there's there's a post also in there where some guy is asking or some girl, whoever is asking. They bought almonds. This is a real post. I couldn't find it right now, but they bought almonds that didn't that were unsalted, didn't have any salt, and they were posting trying to figure out how to make them salty. Like they didn't understand the concept of they knew they wanted them salty, but they didn't understand the concept of adding salt themselves to the to the nuts. It, it didn't it these are people that you see they don't know what Google is. They might have heard of it, but they don't know what a search engine is. So they've somehow stumbled upon this Facebook group. And they 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 click on that Facebook logo and they launch out this group. And they just go to town, man. They go to town. This is one of my favorite one, though. From recently. Looking for a lot. It just sums the group up so well. 
looking for a light meal for a Bible study group. Any suggestions? Uh, let me read that one more time because this is important. This is this is the type of post and the reply to this post. The reply is perfect. This is the type of post that just it just encapsul- encapsulates this group so well. Looking for a light meal for a Bible study group. Any suggestions? First comment up. Sloppy Joe's, comma, potato salad or chips, comma, veggies and dip, exclamation point. She's looking for a light meal for a Bible study. And the top comment is, let's let's eat some Sloppy Joe's. Have potato salad or chips. If you're looking for, you know, that Sloppy Joe is 600 calories. So let's keep it lighter and just throw on some chips and then veggies and dip. The dip is not optional. It's vegetables and dip to go with the potato salad, to go with the Sloppy Joe's. My friend and I Googled this. It's like um, 1,600 calories, I believe. Maybe 1,400. Let's just split the difference. It's 1,500 calories. This light meal for a Bible study that's being suggested is not a snack. Definitely not a snack. It's too big for a meal. If This is the equivalent of gorging, is what she's suggesting. 1,600 calories, you eat 1,600. I mean, we all eat 1,600 1600 calories at once occasionally, I guess. Some people might do it every day. It ain't no light meal, though. It's not a snack. It's not a light meal. It's nothing light. There's nothing light about 1,600 calories. There's nothing light about a sloppy joe. Just the name. Let's go to a Bible study where you... It's very like... um, it's not like white glove, but it's very, it's proper. That's, that's a proper setting. Also, according to my friend, these are, most of these are probably going to be at night. So after they've already possibly eaten dinner at home, they're coming for a, a, a light meal of 1,600 calories. Eating sloppy Joes. And that's not all. They got the potato salad there. The potato salad is there, people. That's a hearty high, that's a hearty side dish. And then to top it off, you don't need anything else. But let's just balance it out with a little vegetable in here. Vegetables. Oh, vegetables. Those are healthy. And dip. It's and it's the and dip that really put me over the top on this. Because not they couldn't even leave the veggies wholesome. They said, We're we're giving you dip for those. Throw in a slob of potato salad down and a big old sloppy joe with the meat just falling out of that bitch. That is a light meal according to this group, and I absolutely love it. A light meal for a Bible study? Let's pound some sloppy joes with the let's pound some sloppy joes with the gals. Jesus. It's an abomination, is what that is. It's an abomination to man and God, and they just did it. And there's more in this group. The only thing that's keeping me from finding what I want to find in this group right now, as far as individual posts are, I've saved way too many. Because this group is absolutely... I've said it a few times to different people. This is the this is what got me like out of like COVID and quarantine, was this group. This is what pulled me out. Because I, I found this group about two months ago, and it just happened to coincide with emerging from quarantine. And I feel like I'm out. This group has allowed me to really enjoy myself. Every afternoon I check in, and every afternoon these people post more hilarious shit. 
There's some pickle soup. Re- macaroni and cheese. A lot of macaroni and cheese in this group. A lot of macaroni and cheese. Oh, this one set me off. This one set me off in the group. Empty nester slash retired. Dinner recipes needed. It's just the two of us now. Please, easy ones. It's just the two of us now. Now that they're kids, now that they're malnourished kids that have probably reached for the cracker meth pipe recently because their parents didn't spend any time with them and sure as shit didn't cook for them, their parents are now interested in recipes. Now they're interested in feeding themselves. Now they're interested in not pounding cheeseburgers down their daughter's throat till she weighed 400 pounds and was socially ostracized from school, so she turned to the only thing that could slim her down, the only thing that could make her lose a little weight, uh, the crack pipe. The crack pipe. And now their crack-addicted daughter, who's went from being morbidly obese to anorexic, has moved out. She's moved out to college. She's gone to school. And now, what do they want to do? They want to actually start cooking something that tastes halfway decent. And not treating... their They've treated their kids like dogs for 18 years. They treated their kids like people who didn't deserve human food for 18 years. Now they're gone. The kids are gone. And what are they interested in doing? They're interested in serving a little macaroni and cheese. You know... Ribs. Maybe they're interested in doing ribs for the first time in their life. They're interested in doing ribs for the first time in their life, and guess what? We don't have to share them with the kids. That's been, <laughs> that's basically what I got from that post. So we're not sharing shit with the kids. They're out now. We're cooking. It's a great group, though. It's it it's it's something fun. It's something fun. And these posts are fun for the whole family too. God damn it! That's another creamy cucumber salad recipe. These people cannot get enough of the creamy cucumber salad, which is evidently old-style cooking. This post is also a great example of the group without being really... (laughs) I'll just read it. Love the old-style cooking, dot, dot, dot. Not all the fancy, dot, dot, smancy, dot, dot. Nowadays, dot, dot, dot. Old is better. Old is better. Old is better, and I'm talking really old. This group demands like really, really, really. Oh, there's the almond post. I got five bags of almonds in they not salty, just plain. How do you do them to have salty taste? How do you do an almond to have salty taste? What, what could we add to an almond to make it salty? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to come back to that one. That's a very difficult... Um, it's a very yeah. Add salt. That's a fucking salt. Oh yeah, I'm an old fashioned cook. I don't like change. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Thank you. I love that one. I love the thank you. That's not a real thank you. That's a bullshit thank you. I don't like change. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Thank you. And that's when I said to one of my friends, I said this woman is still under the impression that she that that she still has a slave at home to cook this food for. Like this woman is so old school that she doesn't. She's relinquished her voting rights in just in hope that they'll allow slavery again because she's still under the impression most days when she wakes up that um that she has a slave at home to cook all this food for. These people or help. 
or help, which she would probably treat like a slave anyway. Help is just her code word for not for food slave from Mexico. That's what that's what help moves to this woman. I don't want to. I almost said her name. I really don't want to say her name. Um, somebody else is looking for bread. Somebody made an eagle that looks like I don't know, crackers or some shit. Somebody's cut a hot dog open. Uh, somebody's asking for a recipe for tomato pudding. I don't know what that shit is. I don't know what that shit is at all. But I don't really want any part of it, and I'm pretty. I'll, I'll pretty much eat everything. Guy in the uh, grocery store the other day, the butcher stopped me and said, do you, "How about um? Would you eat? How do you how do you feel about kiwi pizza? Would you eat a kiwi pizza?" I said, "Man, I'm game. I'll eat anything. I'm game for eating a kiwi pizza." Butcher, the butcher at the grocery store just stopped me in my tracks and talked about kiwi pizza for me for five minutes. These are the freaks that live around here, guys. This is the absolute freaks just the butcher at the local kroger type grocery store just talking about kiwi pizza form with me for five minutes and he was a nice guy he was a, he really was a nice guy but i mean just a, if you're together to stop somebody and just talk about kiwi pizza with them for five minutes you're a freak and that's fine and I stopped and talked to him. So I guess I'm a freak too because I actually enjoyed the conversation. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the conversation. It's just where where does that come from? Oh, he said he saw it online. He said hey, he, we were talking about pineapple pizza too. Actually, I've I like how I've talked about this guy and I've completely changed my mind on him. I actually thought uh I actually think thought that he was a pretty nice guy. I don't know why I can't find this damn post. My mother used to make cornbread that was so good it tasted like cake. Does anybody know how she made it, please? She fed you cake, bitch. It wasn't cornbread. That's how she did it. If the cornbread tastes just like cake, it's cake. It's not cornbread. What did she make? Cake that tasted exactly like cornbread, too, for special occasions late at night after you finished your meal and called it dessert? No, bitch, it's cake. These people on here, I'm not even upset with them. I just wish that they would know how to use Google so they didn't have to post some of this. Although sometimes they post their views and they're quite funny. Another cucumber salad. I I literally could not find what I've been looking for because uh, the cucumber salad posts are just so... They're so plentiful. Oh. there's There was, there was one that started... Th- th- there was one that when I started with this group, I saw posted and it let me know that it was where I needed to be. Because it was the type of absolutely crazy post that that you can't, you can't even get with a parody group. That's how good it was. But now, I can't find it. All I can find is creamy cucumber salad recipes. That really fucking sucks. Creamy cucumber salad and canned pork. Canned roast beef. Canned mayonnaise cake. No, that's not canned. I swear to Christ. Oh, there's a nice little. What's that? Oh, it's a it's a it's a pickle. It's a, it's a pickle dish. That that looked okay. Somebody's trying to make fried apples. I'm scrolling back. I know this is a great content. What the fuck? It's free. It's free. You're not paying for this. You start paying for this shit, we can have a nice little discussion. Oh yeah, I'm looking for quote unquote sloppy Joe. Was served in schools fifties. Oh, what is this dish you're talking about? Sloppy Joe? It was, let's go, 
find somebody who was alive in the 1950s that remembers what they ate in the cafeteria. Have you eaten this? Have you had a sloppy Joe? These people are out of touch with reality. A lot of them probably never leave their homes, and that's okay. That's okay. Ah, here it is. I found it, people. I found it. I found it. Looking for good old... No, Nobody says old in this group. It's always old. Looking for good old-fashioned beef and noodles. Dot, dot, dot. No cream soup, comma. No crock pot. Just good old-fashioned cooking, period. No crock pot. Just good old-fashioned cooking. I did my research. I went and I researched that post. Crockpot invented, if I'm remembering correctly, early 1940s. This group thinks that a crockpot is a newfangled appliance. They grouped the crockpot in with like the air fryer and uh, the George Foreman. All these, the crockpot that was invented post World War II, 1940, maybe not post, right there. The crockpot that was invented 80 years ago is still considered. Just a a new age appliance that has no place in this group. And if that doesn't sum up who these people are, the people that don't know what a search engine is, and an 80-year-old crock pot is just something they want no part of, I don't know what can sum up that. That that should be the description of the group. Just me rambling about it. Uh, What's this group about? Old people, no Google, no crock pot here, but crock pot bad. That's what it would say. That's the description of the group. Crock pot bad. But it's all coming to an end. It's all coming to an end because evidently, I don't want to say coming to an end, but there, there's been some uh, infighting within the group recently. Somebody stole the group's image and made a clone group and and invited members to the group to spam the group or something. And they they all know each other by name. So this was somebody who used to be in the group. Somebody within the group has caused shit. They've, they've, they've basically stolen the entire design and said, fuck you. I'm doing my own shit now. I'm doing my, I'm doing my shit where we're exactly like you, but maybe we like crock pots. Maybe that's the, that's the other group. And that's it. That's it. I mentioned earlier, but what got me through quarantine was Priscilla, my friend sitting on ovens, inserting vegetables into herself for men, thinking men are tremendously lazy because they like blowjobs. She's like, she's talking to us, and my friend says, yeah, I, I just take some blowjobs. That's all I really wanted, some blowjobs. She said, John, can you believe this? Men, they're lazy. That's and we just love that. We just laugh our asses off at that. Like a blowjob is such a lazy thing that all we want to do is sit around and give blowjobs, according to her. Meanwhile, she's in fruit in in uh, inserting vegetables into herself, and uh, we're the nasty ones, huh? She got catfish last year though online by a man. There was always tired with a Middle Eastern accent. Its phone number traced to Indianapolis. We kept trying to tell her. We kept tra- and this is what got me through quarantine. This and this alone. I wasn't going to tell the story today, but we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, basically, she plays Scrabble online, and she met a man playing Scrabble online. 
that claimed he was British and she liked his accent, but really he had like a some sort of a Middle Eastern accent. And because of the time difference, he was always tired. He was always like talking to, he's like, hey baby. <laughs> He's like, hey, baby, I love you so much. Oh, he's just making, like, he's so tired. He's making, like, oh, he's just making sounds. And uh, she won't believe, she refuses to believe this man is anything but a guy living in Britain, a white man. Actually, she, he started to send pictures, and I reverse image searched some of the pictures. I couldn't find any other pictures online. So this guy's good. Also, I don't know what his end goal was. Anyway, Priscilla refused to believe it. Talking to this guy for weeks and weeks and weeks. His phone number that he claimed was from overseas actually had a local, like, I don't live in Indianapolis, but had an Indianapolis area code, which is not too far from where. I mean, it, it, he's not calling from outside the country, and he's clearly not a man living in London. And she would always make excuses for him. He'd be like, "Oh, I'm going, I'm going to bed now, baby." And we're like looking at, the, I'm like, Indian, I'm like, this is like. Uh, the, even with the time difference figured in, this man's going to bed at like six thirty at night or some shit, like weird shit. And she used to get upset. She'd say, "He works hard, okay? He's tired. He's tired. He goes to bed early because he's tired. He works hard." That was what. That's what. That was, that's what uh, Priscilla loved to say about him. He works hard. That's why he's going to bed while the sun is still up every night because he he works so hard. But uh, he refused to do a video. That still didn't throw her off. Met him on Scrabble. I, at one point, had a bet down with Priscilla that within five days she would ask him for... He would ask her for money within five days from when I decided to make the bet with her. We agreed, and she broke the relationship off two days later. Because she... I don't know how she finally saw the light after months and months, but Priscilla getting catfished... On a Scrabble game during quarantine was probably the best part of it. The best part of it. The great, the, the weirdest part about that whole story is her like coworkers, Priscilla's coworkers were like telling her like everything was normal. We're like pointing out like this guy's voice doesn't match up to where he lives or the nationality he claims to be, and the phone number's not right, and he won't do a video. We're like these are all the classic signs of just somebody catfishing you. I don't know what his end goal is, but his voicemails were hilarious. I know that much. His voicemails were hilarious and just Priscilla refusing to believe the truth. That's that's what got me through quarantine. People with no connection to reality got me through quarantine. That's... That's really what it is. That's that's really what was going on there. Someone with no connection to actually how the real world is. That got me through. People like Priscilla got me through quarantine. People that uh, wore property of Jesus shirts. That got me through quarantine. And now we're out. Now we're out in the world, boys and girls. We're free again. We're free to complain. This has been I Can Complain. Thank you for joining me. Um, by the time this first episode post, we should be on all podcast services. I don't know about social, though. I, I would think it would be I Can Complain podcast. 
at any of the social apps. I would, I would think that's probably going to be what it is. Putting the tar- cart between the before the horse here, recording this first episode, because I also still have to do the art for the show. The least, um, the my least favorite part of doing a podcast is creating those stupid fucking art images. I've made podcasts before, and I've created those those um, art images, and um, I remember. The formatting is strange. I remember my old podcast, which was, it, well, I'll put it this way. It was way too much effort for what it was, but it was still zero effort somehow. I remember just fighting with some of the podcast services about like the image, like the image formatting or something like that. And by fighting, I mean, basically they didn't accept my image and I said, fuck you. So I didn't get on every podcast service. This time I'm actually going to try and do... Why am I telling you this? This time I'm going to try and do the art correctly. So I can just fucking get on all the services. Remember last time, at one point, I was like, fuck Apple. I'm not going to... No, was it Apple? Might have been Spotify eventually. No, I think it was Apple. I said, fuck Apple. I'm not, I'm not going on Apple. <laughs> now I'm on there. Fuck Apple Podcast. Find me on Apple Podcast. Like the like the first out. That's what I was thinking about before I started recording this one earlier today. I forgot to say this. So the lo- the first advertiser I ever ever get on this program is going to be some like local abortion clinic, like the one that I took this girl to in an Uber, and I pull up and the a woman's just screaming at us. Just as soon as you get on the abortion clinic property, a woman's screaming at us, and uh, the woman in the back seat and me were like, "Holy shit, this woman's out of her mind." I got my window cracked. And she pops her head through the window like fucking, she looks like Medusa. And I'm not talking about like pops her head like in like vertical. It's like the windows crack where she turns her head sideways until her chin gets over the glass and then pops her head up. And suddenly her head is in my car and she's like screaming, drive forward, drive forward. I'm not going to do her voice. She says, just drive forward. The clinic's down the hill. The clinic is down the hill. I don't remember exactly what she's saying, but she was batshit crazy. And I imagine that abortion clinic is going to be the one that will probably buy the first sponsorship time on here. And you'll just hear me on here reading like um, uh, the abortion clinic on the east side of town. This is uh, this is the best place to get an abortion at. Why would you choose anywhere else in town to get an abortion? But at the abortion clinic on the east side of town, tell them John sent you, and we'll use the good forceps to. Re- they're not pulling a baby out. Call them. Tell them no. This advertisement's fucked up. Tell them John sent you. And we will give you five percent, five percent off an abortion. <laughs> That's the episode title: five percent off an abortion. Guys, thank you for listening. New episodes every Tuesday. All right, be well. Talk to you later. <laughs>